Hello, and welcome to the Welligant Woman Podcast, a place for women over 40 who are ready to transform midlife, reimagine what's possible, and make each new decade better than the last. I'm your host, Karen Viesta, certified health and life coach. And after going through my own midlife reinvention, I can honestly say that I now experience more energy, vitality, confidence, and joy than I ever have before. Each week, I'll be sharing information, inspiration, and strategies to help you do the same. Let's get started. Hello, and happy Thanksgiving, my friends. This podcast comes out on Thanksgiving morning, and whether you are listening now or in the days to come, welcome. I hope that you and your family have a beautiful, beautiful holiday. So I'm definitely dating myself here with this analogy, but do you remember the old cartoons? There always seemed to be at least one episode where the main character in the cartoon was faced with making a decision and they had like a little angel sitting on one shoulder and a little devil sitting on the other and both of them were simultaneously speaking into the character's ears trying to persuade him or her and and generally causing a lot of confusion and frustration yeah that's how many people (laughs) feel around the holidays Um, this time of year often becomes kind of a tug of war between the part of us that is seeking pleasure and enjoyment and fulfillment and that other part of us that's kind of the inner drill sergeant. And it feels like a lose-lose situation because it forces us into one of two behavioral patterns. Either we deprive ourselves of these pleasurable things, i.e., you know, the foods and treats that we love, and then we feel frustrated and resentful about that, or we indulge in those pleasures only to then feel regret and guilt and shame over it later on. So we get caught up in this cycle of deprivation, shame, and guilt surrounding food. And generally, we do this for several months, right? You know, November, December, until the new year rolls around. And then that little drill sergeant says, that's it. You're out of control. You know what you need? You need a resolution. (laughs) And we all know how that goes. So this whole situation is just a landmine for most women. So in this episode, we're going to take a closer look at it and I'll share some strategies and kind of a game plan to get you through this holiday season so that you um, don't allow the holidays to hijack all of your healthy habits and your healthy lifestyle, but you know you also want to enjoy the pleasures of the season. So, because here's the reality of the situation. Um, there was a, a study published in the New England Journal of Medicine that found that on average, Individuals in the United States gain about two pounds during every holiday season. Again, we're talking about like November and December. And while this might not seem very significant, the study also noted that this weight is not lost after the holiday season has passed. Um, And in some cases, people gain more than two pounds. Stress can also be significant at the holidays, and that often leads to you know, a lot of emotional eating. 
Um, I had done an episode titled Stop Overeating, the different types of hunger and how to satisfy them. So, you know, there's, there's definitely a lot more information about this in that episode. But, you know, we all know that sometimes we're eating for reasons other than physical hunger. Sometimes it's emotional hunger. Sometimes it's habitual hunger. So again, that episode kind of goes deeper into all of that. Um, we also know that high levels of stress triggers the release of cortisol, um, the hormone associated with weight gain and with belly fat. People tend to consume larger portion sizes and eat more when they're in social settings. So with all the holiday parties and the family gatherings, you know, that can contribute to overeating and weight gain. There's increased alcohol consumption. And then of course, you know, everybody is so busy that oftentimes workouts end up um, going by the wayside. You know, the busyness of the holiday season kind of disrupts our regular exercise routines. So there's lots of things that go sideways at this particular time of year, which is really unfortunate because the holidays should be a time of enjoyment and celebration. The goal is not necessarily to avoid all indulgences, but we do wanna maintain some sense of balance and we don't want to completely abandon our healthy habits altogether. So how do we do this? Well, we begin by honoring ourselves enough to stay out of that cycle of deprivation, shame, and guilt. Um, in other words, we have to really work at silencing all of the voices that are competing for our attention and taking back control of our time and our choices. Because the truth of the matter is, we have control over both. Um, this is great news. You know, we are not at the mercy of the calendar or of other people or the demands of the season. And when we acknowledge that, when we acknowledge our own power to choose how we operate during this season, we take all of our power back. And here are 10 simple ways to do that. So number one, eat regular meals at regular times. This will not only prevent the blood sugar highs and lows that, that kind of deplete our energy and our willpower, uh, but it also helps us to maintain a sense of routine. For most people, and this is definitely the case for me, routine is everything. Our routines ground us. And without them, the stress of this really busy season is exacerbated. As we all know, more stress leads to poor choices. Um, it's, it's also really easy to graze, you know, to just kind of pick at things all day long. And that will also really throw your nutrition totally off kilter because that's when we are picking at food instead of spacing our meals out and eating a substantial amount of food. So grazing causes us to kind of skip meals um, or we'll eat at really strange times. Um, and we generally end up eating way more calories when we graze versus when we sit down for a full meal. So try as best as you can to stick with your food schedule as much as possible during this time of year. Number two is move every day. Even if it's 10 minutes of stretching or a quick walk around the block, make sure to get some exercise in every day. The minute that we start skipping workouts altogether, 
we make it so much harder to get our momentum back. Um, and I know this all too well. I recently went on a trip to Italy. And um, before the trip, I was a little under the weather. I had a bad upper respiratory infection. So first I stopped working out um, because I wasn't feeling well. And then of course I was away for five days. And it took me like more than two weeks to get back to my routine. You know, I was thrown off a little bit, I think, because of the time change. I was, you know, I, I don't know, my, my hunger was off. I just, I wasn't sleeping as well. So I was, <laughs> you can hear my dogs, my, my neighbor's dog um, has this really funny whine. And it never fails that every single time I sit down to record a podcast, the dog starts whining in the background. So I've just kind of given up trying to time my recordings. So I'm going to apologize if you hear this very strange whining in the background. <laughs> that is my neighbor's dog. But anyway, getting back to my trip to Italy, it took me a while to really get back to my routine. And I find that that happens, you know, every time. I take a break from my workouts. I just It just seems to be harder to get back into it and to kind of generate a head of steam. So for me and so many women I know, um, it, it's easier to cut the workouts short. You know, if we don't have enough time to do the full hour long workout or the 30 minute workout, do 10 or 15 minutes of strength or 10 or 15 minutes on the treadmill. You know, we can, we can really just keep that sense of routine. And, you know, that goes a long way toward um, just consistency. So, uh, you know, we know exercise is important apart from the fact that we want to maintain consistency. Exercise is really good for us when we're busy and we're stressed. Um, you know, it clears the mind, it energizes the body, it reduces stress, and it just kind of gets those feel-good hormones flowing. So again, even if you have to shorten your workouts, try to keep to a regular exercise schedule. Number three, and this one is so helpful to me, is plan your indulgences ahead of time. I know it doesn't sound very <laughs> spontaneous, um, but it's unreasonable to expect yourself to avoid all of the holiday treats that make this time of year really special, nor do you want to, right? Those traditional dishes and, and treats are part of the pleasure of the season. Um, you know, every year I really look forward to my mother's homemade tricolor cookies or my sister-in-law's incredibly decadent, wonderful chocolate mousse cake. These are things that I have come to associate with special occasions, and there's no way that I would want to deprive myself of those pleasures, so I plan for them. If I plan to indulge in chocolate mousse cake for dessert, then I'll simply forego the bread basket at dinner. Um, you know, if I've, if I've indulged in cheeses and appetizers at a holiday party, then I may not have a second glass of wine or you know, sometimes I might not even have the first glass of wine. In other words, exercise your power of choice and be really conscious and deliberate about your indulgences so that you get maximum enjoyment without any guilt or shame and without derailing all of your efforts to stay healthy. Number four is build stress reduction techniques into your day. I know. <laughs> I can hear you saying, but Karen, I have no time. Um, but 
I, it doesn't really require a lot of time. I'm talking about just a few minutes of some deep breathing or a quick five minute meditation. You can find tons of them on YouTube. Uh, even just a hot bath in the evening or a manicure at the salon. These can all be stress reducers when we go into it with the mindset of, I'm unplugging for a little bit. And remember, a big part of reducing stress is making the decision not to allow the holidays to take over your life. You know, your time, your body, your budget, we cannot allow the holidays to take over everything. So work at maintaining you know, some sense of balance and equilibrium. Number five, and here is another biggie. Keep your fridge and your pantry stocked with healthy food. Do not collect junk food. And I'll tell you what I mean by collecting junk food. At the holidays, more than any other time of year, it seems that everywhere I go, somebody wants to send me home with dessert or some other leftovers. And while that is very generous and the food is usually delicious, I almost always refuse it because I want my home to remain a healthy zone. If I don't have a lot of these things lying around, then it makes it easier to stick to my healthy eating. You know, I, I just avoid those temptations. There are enough temptations when we go out. So make an effort to have your home and your kitchen be kind of a sacred space, you know, just full of good, nutritious food and don't allow a lot of those things in. It truly makes a big difference. Um, also, number six is have a collection of quick, simple, healthy meals that require a just a few ingredients, very little prep or cooking time, and minimal cleanup. You know, this ensures that you'll be able to prepare a healthy meal even when time is running short. Um, I particularly love using my Instant Pot for slow cooker recipes. There is nothing like throwing some ingredients into a pot <laughs> and having dinner made for you and ready for you when you are. Um, I also like the pressure cooking feature, which really speeds up the cooking time. I think it's about, I think when you pressure cook, it's about a third of the cooking, the, the regular cooking time. So you could easily have a meal done in like 15 or 20 minutes. Um, and I also love sheet pan meals where you kind of roast everything on one pan because that makes for a super easy cleanup. So, you know, find ways to streamline so that you can just get, get you know, some healthy meals prepared very quickly and very easily. Um, number seven is know your limits and give yourself permission to say no to food, to invitations, to others who may ask for help or favors. You know, at this time, perhaps more than any other time of year, it's really imperative to have very clear, firm boundaries and to communicate those boundaries to other people. Your most precious resources are your time, your energy, and your money, always. If you don't protect those three things, your time, your energy, and your money, nobody else will. It's up to you to draw the lines about what you will and won't invest in at this time of year. Number eight is get enough sleep. Exhaustion weakens us. It weakens our immune system. It weakens our resolve. 
Um, and it will pretty much guarantee that you won't enjoy all of the special things that this season has to offer. Being well-rested keeps your body healthy and energized, and it keeps your mind peaceful and positive. So make sure you have good sleep hygiene and that you're sticking to a regular bedtime and a regular wake time as much as you possibly can. Um, Number nine is drink enough water. One of the many consequences of dehydration, and there are many, um, is that we experience food cravings. We have more food cravings when we're dehydrated. Um, It also drains us of a lot of energy. It affects our mood. It, you know, leaves our skin looking dull and kind of tired, none of which we want at this or any other time of year. So make sure that you're staying well hydrated so that you can look and feel your best. And then finally, number 10, remind yourself often what the true meaning of the holiday and the point of it all is, right? It's to connect with the people we love. It's to experience joy and pleasure and gratitude and beauty, right? That's the point of it all. So make sure that you are giving yourself those gifts and that you're treating yourself like the queen that you are. Have a elegant week and I will catch you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Welligant Woman podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please don't forget to subscribe. And I'd love it if you would leave a five-star review and share it with others. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll catch you in the next episode.